Fan Zone show, we're going to talk about attractions that maybe would benefit or we would like to see with restaurants right there. Uh, for those of you who are familiar with, uh, what's it, the Pirates of the Caribbean in Disneyland, that might be something maybe we could see someday here in Disney World. We've also got the news, and there's a lot of Disney news. And tonight I'm joined by John, Jess, and I am Stuart. And this is the WDW Fan Zone Show. And Jess, take it away with tonight's news. All right. So I feel like a, an anchor now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to be um, doing the news in different segments here. My first part is the um, Walt Disney World Parks. And... Um, the first thing I have to say is I do have a correction from last week. Apparently, the Hatbox Ghost is not yet in the Haunted Mansion in Magic Kingdom. Um, anybody to confirm that? Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, I, I am sorry about the recent excitement, and hopefully he will appear soon. Or maybe he followed someone home. I don't know. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, moving on uh, from that, there are three new characters in Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Minnie, Daisy, and Clarabelle are dressed up as the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus in the Boo to You parade. So that'd be very exciting to check that out. Uh, as far as the Halloween party goes, August is all sold out. So catch September and October tickets, but beware... Halloween is also also sold out. Latin and Hispanic American, I'm sorry, Hispanic and Latin American Heritage Month is coming up starting September 15th. And Disney is doing a lot of celebrating. Mirabelle from Encanto will be meeting guests in the Magic Kingdom starting September 15th. And that is not just for the celebration. She is now going to be year round in the Magic Kingdom. So that is very fun for our Encanto um, fans. And the Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade in the Magic Kingdom has Bruno starting September 15th. And then let's see. Okay, so um, there's going to be music at um, Epcot's Eat to the Beat. And then there's also music in Disney Springs. Um, just for those few weeks, it will be um, Hispanic and Latin American music. And then there's also going to be some tasty treats at Disney Springs. And also at Disney Springs, there's an art walk, um, Trathos a Miami-based Cuban couple who will, live, who will live paint their art in September. So that's exciting. You get to see them kind of do, do their, their paint there at the art walk. Um, and then also the animation experience at the Conversa Conver Conservation Station in Animal Kingdom will have a How to Draw Coco from the movie Coco. Uh, lots of fun merchandise to be announced soon for Hispanic and Latin American Heritage Month. All right, moving on. Starting September 18th, Magic Kingdom's Happily Ever Fireworks will start at 8.30. Right now, they're starting at 9 o'clock, but be aware because throughout the summer, it was at 9.20. So the time just changed a few days ago to 9 o'clock, and then in September, 
um, September 18th, it'll be 8.30 because the nights are getting um, darker earlier. So they want to move those fireworks up a little bit. If you will be staying at an extended, uh, I mean, if you will staying at a deluxe resort, the extending evening hours um, will be at the Hollywood studios for a few, um, for a few nights in October, starting September 30th. And then there's also October 5th, October 11th, October 19th, and October 25th. Um, there are no further dates beyond that for Hollywood studios, extended evening hours. Um, those usually start, um, when the park closes in about two hours after the, um, the park closes. On September 22nd until December 31st, the 100th anniversary is coming to Epcot. Um, there will be a Platinum Mickey statue, that nice photo op there. Um, speaking of photo ops, character meet and greet with Mickey and Minnie at the Imagination Pavilion. And they will be wearing their new Disney 100 outfits. And... Um, Oh, and then uh, more on the 100th anniversary, the Spaceship Earth light show at night will be at Epcot as well. Um, so that's all I have for the Disney Parks news. I'm going to move on to food. I just have one quick thing. Also, September 22nd, um, because Epcot is starting to celebrate their, um, their 100, the 100th anniversary of Disney, um, they have new food booths at Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Again, September 22nd is the start date on that. I have four new ones. So there's Char and Chop, Wine and Wedge, Bubbles and Brine, and Swirled Showcase. So I don't think there's many details on that, but you can kind of uh, mm -hmm. figure that out from there. It sounds really cool. Okay, moving on to merchandise. Not um, not a lot of details for this, but I'll, I'll give you kind of general an, a general idea. There's a lot of Haunted Mansion um, uh, merchandise coming out. There's a lounge fly, a crossbody, and um, for bags for um, with the Haunted Mansion design. And there's a cute pin that has like the stretching room on it, so you can like pull it and it, it actually stretches. So that looked really cool. And then there's also some fun Halloween Mickey Mouse ghost jewelry and other Halloween jewelry. Um, there's a lot going on. There's a lot on sale online as well at Shop Disney if you want to check those out. Um, lots of Halloween merchandise that you can get. There's some that are selling out, so make sure that you check those out. Um, even though it's August, because of the Halloween party at um, Magic Kingdom right now, there's a lot of um, Halloween merchandise you must check out. And then also, um, as far as 100th anniversary merchandise, there's going to be um, a cute, like, cake lounge fly with 100 on top. It looks like a little birthday cake. And then um, there's a celebration cake mini ears, lots of, like, cake decor for the, um, the 100th anniversary Um Lots of stuff you can check out on Shop Disney and also walk around the parks. There's going to be stuff everywhere um, for the 100th anniversary. All right, so um, I'm going to move on. I have some just quick hotel news. So Disney Springs Resort area will start their discounts 20% um, off if you book through their website. And this is now through November 30th. And blackout dates do apply. 
Um, and then finally, I have some Disney Cruise Line um, news. In about two weeks, on August 30th, that's a Wednesday, at 11 a.m. Eastern, there will be a grand virtual reveal of the new Disney treasure on, uh, this is like a, a show on the Disney Parks blog website. It'll be Unlocking the Disney Treasure, Adventure Awaits on Board, Disney's newest ship. So they will be just showing you the fun stuff that's going to be, um, that's going to be different, um, things that you, you know, wouldn't expect. So we're really excited to see that. Again, that's August 30th at 11 a.m. Eastern on the Disney Parks blog website. All right, that's it for the news. I'm going to move on to park hours. So for Magic Kingdom, starting tomorrow, Friday, August 18th, there is um, a Halloween party, uh, the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party at Magic Kingdom from 7 p.m. to midnight. So the Magic Kingdom's hours will be 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. On Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, the hours will be 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. Tuesday, there is another Halloween party. So the park will be open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. with the Halloween party from 7 p.m. to midnight. Wednesday from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. with extended evening hours. And then Thursday, um, 9 to 10 p.m. Um, Epcot will be open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. every every day this week with extended evening hours on Monday. Hollywood Studios, 8.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. Animal Kingdom, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Typhoon Lagoon has some changes this week. Um, Friday, tomorrow, 10 to 6. Saturday, 10 to 8, with an, a special ticketed event from 8 to 11. Sunday from 10 to 8. Monday from 10 to 6. Tuesday, 10 to 6. Wednesday, 10 to 6, with a, um, a special ticketed event, 8 to 11. And Thursday from 10 to 6. Blizzard Beach is still closed for refurbishment. Boardwalk, 6.30 a.m. to 10 p.m. Disney Springs, Friday and Saturday, 10 a.m. to 11.30 p.m. And Sunday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. The weather this week, expect highs in the low to mid-90s and lows in the mid to high 70s. It's summer, so there's a 30 to 50% chance of thunderstorms every day. And pack your ponchos and sunscreen. I believe that's it for me. <laughs> yeah, he did magnificently considering, okay, you know, just we just do the park news in the, in the past. And I kind of threw a monkey wrench into everything last week and said, oh, you know, going forward, do you mind doing all the news? And just really does a better job than any of us have ever oh. done on the show of reading the news. Thank and you so much. I, I will not get into the Reedy you. Creek stuff, though. I'm telling you. <laughs> you can read all that on your own. I don't do politics. <laughs> yeah, I'm so tired of that Reedy Creek crap. Pardon my French for that one. But uh, yes. Yeah. Um, Anything DeSantis, I will not touch on the news. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was going to say now. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I didn't remember what I was going to say now. I'm not going to mention what's going on in Jess's household now. That's, but she, she's wearing many hats right now in, in her house. <laughs> and to take time away to, to help us out here tonight and on the show, I, I do greatly appreciate it. 
Thanks. It's As fun can, for me. Yeah. As you can see, we're missing a few people tonight because they're all on, they're all either away or involved in personal family matters that are preventing them from being here. Uh, hopefully we'll have a full house next week, but Jess, I really thank and appreciate you being here tonight. I love so, doing it. Thanks for having me. All right. All right. Uh, See you real soon. Yeah, take care, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, something's going on. I know we, I don't know how this is going to show up on YouTube, but now it's, it's weird when there's just two people here, I can't change the gallery view to something else. So okay. we've got John here. Um, I'll see. Let's see. Whoop, I hit myself. Don't hit yourself. It might hurt. Yeah. Let's see if I can change this. I don't think I can. Nope. That doesn't change it. Anyway, I don't want to bore our viewers who are watching us on YouTube with this. Um, this is something new that must be on the platform that we're using. Um, but John came up with a great idea for the show tonight. And why don't you explain the idea a little bit? Uh, sure. So, I've been to different places in the park where there's a, a nice juxtaposition or combination of a restaurant and an attraction. There we go. And, and we, we love to go on the attractions and, and we love to, to go to restaurants, but I, I like when the two come together and I was thinking, well, you know what? Maybe there's some opportunities to expand that to other attractions, but just to give a couple of examples of the, the ones that I see that are today. And you had mentioned out in Anaheim at Disneyland, mm -hmm. you can sit in the Blue Bayou restaurant and watch the boats go by on their way in to Pirates of the Caribbean. And we had a great opportunity when we went, we've been to Disneyland Paris one time and they have a great Pirates of the Attraction ride there too, very unique. You can sit in a restaurant that is in the middle of the attraction. Wow. And we, we sat at a table right along the water. It was really cool. But so that's other parks outside of Walt Disney World. But even at Walt Disney World, I think there's some fun places. So one of my favorites is Garden Grill. So in the land pavilion, if you eat at the Garden Grill and it rotates around, you can look down on living in live i'm sorry listen to the land mm -hmm. attraction you get to see the different scenes from that in another favorite is the san, san angel or san on hill in in the mexico pavilion in the grand fiesta tour you can sit there in the dark have a nice meal and it you know it not there's different opinions on the food there but you can yeah, see yeah. the <laughs> the the ziggurat or the temple or the pyramid in the back and you can hear all the the sounds in the forest and you can see the riders go by in their boats mm -hmm. uh, so there's and there's also pinocchio's village house in magic kingdom yes so if you if you're fortunate enough to get one of the seats on the side you can look out through the glass or the plexiglass and see the boarding of it's a small world so that's that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Um, mm -hmm. I have a couple of honorable mentions. I don't know if you thought about these, but so Cinderella's Royal Table. I think Cinderella Castle is an attraction in itself. You don't get to yeah. tour it per se, unless you go to Cinderella's Royal Table or you happen to right. get a night in the in the apartment there. Um, 
There's also coral reef. So mm -hmm. you can see kind of the other side of the seas with Nemo and friend. You don't get to see the attraction vehicles, but you get to see the, the fish there. And the one other one that I think is a little bit of a stretch, and that is anti-gravity's galactic goodies in the Magic Kingdom in Tomorrowland. And it's kind mm -hmm. of reverse. People mover. <laughs> so the people mover looks down into the restaurant yeah. instead of the restaurant looking into it. So. Anyway, I thought that was just a little bit of fun, but yeah. so uh, um, yeah. Well, so why don't we start? Or do you have any comments about any of those, or having any others uh, that you've mentioned or noticed that? Yeah, I you know, with uh, well, when we started the Magic Kingdom, let, let's go with uh, it's a small world because you did mention Pinocchio's Village House. Uh, I think there's an opportunity there to move the restaurant inside the attraction. Okay. And to have the queue go through where the restaurant currently is. Oh, okay. I don't know how they can do that. You know, I'm not an engineer, never was, never will be. <laughs> but I, I think there is an opportunity to, to bring it into the attraction somehow. And do you have any ideas on theming or... <sighs> and, and do you think... So one of the things that I considered when I was thinking about this is... It it would seem to make sense that you don't want to disrupt the story mm -hmm. of the attraction, right. or or you want to. You, you I think you could maybe adjust the story, but you, you don't want it to be a disruption to the people on the attraction. Where so correct. So in in Anaheim and Disneyland, the people that are at Blue Bayou eating and the boats are coming by they're going through the bayou they they're not seeing the animatronics yet and so it kind of fits into the setting you're just hey there's people eating at a restaurant out there on a the side of the, the river and i know if it's a small world because there are so many different countries you can have international flavors and right. you to represent all the countries but some of them and you can move Pinocchio, Pinocchio's Village House if you choose to keep the counter service restaurant as it is someplace else. Right. Where I don't know, which right. is part of the problem. <laughs> but they could just put a new restaurant in there. Um, like I said, move the queue through where the restaurant currently is and maybe above where, you know, inside the attraction, you can have the restaurant looking down at the attraction. Exactly. Right. So then it's not obtrusive to the guests on the attraction. Right. But if you're fortunate enough to be sitting at a at a window in the restaurant, you can look down and see all of the, yep. at least the section that you're near. And I think they have those darkened windows where you can see out, but you can't see in. So for the guests that are going through the attraction, they wouldn't know anything other right. than, you know, it's dark glass up there. Yeah. So... <laughs> Would you want any of the music piped into the restaurant? Honestly, hell no. <laughs> Maybe for about 30 seconds and that's it. Well, when you think about it. I, don't get me wrong. It's a great song. I just, it, it's no. <laughs> well, so it, let's say the attraction's five minutes. Can you imagine? So it, you, you get that earworm in your head being on the attraction for five minutes. Can you imagine hearing the music for an hour. Oh, no, no, absolutely not. Um, are there any places that you 
thought of that maybe kind of have the space for it within Magic Kingdom? Well, so I, I have I have three others from the Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. but when you talk about space, and and I haven't gone and and I certainly don't know how things are arranged within the show buildings today. Mm-hmm. I didn't look at the footprint to see if there's space to adjust them. And like you say, I'm not an engineer. But one of the things that occurred to me as far as having space is the Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. And, and and you got to be careful. I mean, Jungle Cruise has one of the biggest footprint. It probably has the biggest footprint of an attraction a single attraction in the magic kingdom and you'd have to go about it the right way again you don't want to disrupt the story but it's already it's already tongue-in-cheek mm-hmm. so you might have some tables scattered at different places throughout the jungle certainly have a jungle theme to it and you know it'd be more of an outdoorsy kind of i don't know if you want to call it a cafe or something like that now, yeah, what, what do you do when be, it rains? That's a little right. It could be a problem when it rains, but they can put a canopy over, so yeah, or you know, a, a thatched roof, yeah, you know, to fit into the theming. But that was one that occurred to me as as to maybe there being enough space that you could repurpose. Yeah, uh, I thought of one also, Big Thunder Mountain. Oh, okay. Now, can you imagine the roller coaster coming around and you have a restaurant or maybe tables scattered with within a certain confine, make it look almost like, um, not, not, yeah. What do they call those when they stop overnight and they have, uh, they eat, I can't think of it. I don't know why I thought of it before, but, um, not a rodeo, uh, but they can have something there where, you know, it's sitting by a campfire having oh okay a hundred degree, not, not a real campfire. Let's be right, clear. Right. But yeah. a fake campfire that doesn't give off any more heat than the Florida sun. <laughs> Um, rain could be a problem too, though. But right, right. Oh, that was another place I thought of where they could probably fit something in w- within the confines of the attraction without upsetting the attraction itself. Yeah, maybe have something like Trails End themed kind yeah. of restaurant there to fit in yeah. with the, the old west, uh, the old yeah. west theming there. Yeah, I I think one of the elephants in the room, and my wife made sure that her thoughts were known on where she would want a restaurant to be. And and that's the Haunted Mansion. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> well, can you just imagine the clamor oh my from God. guests to want to eat in the Haunted Mansion? Yeah, so I think the demand would be mm-hmm. there. People really enjoy the the feel and the sense of, of the Haunted Mansion. I, so here is where I think it would be difficult. You, you have to be very careful. Like I said, you don't want to break the story. You don't want to disrupt yep. the guests on the ride. But I had a couple of ideas. And similar to what you had said with It's a Small World with Looking Down, mm-hmm. space would be at a premium, I think. But if you were on the opposite side or, or on, on the... Uh, yeah, the opposite side of the ballroom, looking right. down in, and so there's there's already some 
it's very dark in that area too so yeah not necessarily well there are some windows over there i i think it would take some some trickery and you might have to kind of have two-way glass or it could be on another level mm -hmm. where you can't be seen but you can see in and that that's a place that guests would love if oh, they were going to be stationary that's a absolutely where they'd love to be the other place would be in the graveyard scene so if you could kind of be on the periphery of the graveyard That's and cool. you know dimly lit and certainly you could have servers that are dressed like you know haunted mansion uh what are the um what's the term of the haunted mansion cast members the the hosts ghostly hosts yeah your ghost host well uh if you'd have a servers like that dimly lit you know maybe have some glowing effect to the things on the table whatever but you'd have a different vantage point looking out at the, yeah. the graveyard so that would be great um one of the things they could do wouldn't you wouldn't see the attraction is if they had a back room someplace where you could go and just have reserved dining yeah exactly um i, I don't add an addition onto the show building. And, and that's mm -hmm. one of the, that's one of the ways that you can avoid the disruption. Yep. But you wouldn't have to be guests, that way, really. But, but have it just blend right in. And, I, mm -hmm. and I'm going to use that approach on some other ones we'll talk about later. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think where else in, in Magic Kingdom I would want to see something like that. Yeah. Um, they could do what they did at Disneyland at Disney, you know, for Pirates of the Caribbean, but you know, well, and that was the obvious one. Yeah. And that was my thought too. And again, it's something that the Disney fans would mm -hmm. really be interested in. I, I'm not quite sure how you'd pull it off. So if you had it where you were adding a section, but that's the, that's the problem though is, in Disneyland, well, well, you're in, you're. I'm sorry, you're going to be in. You're going to be in a boat, but you'd have to extend the ride out. And the, the weird thing about Disney World is you go through a big long queue. Right, they'd have to change into the, in kind of into the center of the show building. Yep. Yeah. So you'd right almost have to. You'd almost have to go back out some, and then have the boat travel back in to get to the beginning. Yep. It, so I think it'd be very difficult structurally and, and from a construction perspective, but. Yeah, it would almost be like they'd have to rebuild the entire attraction to get the restaurant in. Yeah. And they already had to squeeze it in to the, to the location they had to begin with, with the railroad tracks going under the railroad tracks. So I think it would be, it would be very difficult from an engineering perspective. I agree with you. I've got one for you. What's that? Country Bear Jamboree. Think oh, about, yeah. You know what the original purpose of it, it was supposed to go into a resort, a California resort. Um, a ski, California ski resort is supposed to be a dinner show. Yeah. Well, and you know what? It, it, it would fit. Yeah. You, you wouldn't necessarily have a, a lot of space for a lot of guests, but it'd be kind of like hoop-de-doo. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're there to watch a show, and if you had kind of uh, some opening, you know, open the walls out 
and have some balconies where they're serving Mm-hmm. But it would just kind of fit into the whole thing, kind of, kind of like you do in a coop. You do you've got a balcony up top where there's people watching from there and people watching from the floor. Same kind of idea. Yeah, yeah, and you can expand the show to its original format. <laughs> Kurt oh. would be very happy. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? That gives you an opportunity to do. It would take a little extra work in the attraction, but it would also improve the. It would improve the the revisiting of the attraction Uh, it's not a ride but that you know we've got the rewritability for some attractions well the revisibility and that is to have two or three shows yeah two or three unique shows if you're there eating you get to see all of them Mm -hmm. if you come in to see the show as an attraction you see one of them right and And then you're adding come back and try to get the other ones yep yeah. yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. Anything else you can think of in Magic Kingdom? I'm, I'm kind of like grasping. Those are the ones that I had pulled aside for the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, same here. Um, let's go. Uh, what do you want to say for last? Which park would you prefer to uh, say? Oh, I don't. I don't mind. I, I, I whatever, whatever. I, I have different ideas in different places. I've got. I was uh, going to go into chronological in chronological order of when the parks open. So okay. I was going to go to Epcot next. Okay. Yeah, I've got five, four, and four. So starting with Epcot, I have five. Okay. Um, Why don't you start with the one that you had asked at the beginning of the show? Oh, Spaceship Earth. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on that? I think it would be incredibly difficult to fit a restaurant in there. I mean, I'd love to see it, but you'd have to kind of build it on different levels going yeah. up and around the globe. And I, I don't know how they could do that without a massive refurb that would take forever to complete. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I agree that I don't know that it's very likely, but my I had the same thought and the place where I thought, it might add to the attraction is in the second half where you're descending back to earth. And, and again, like you say, to have multiple levels, well, right now there's nothing there. That's right. So if you had platforms at different levels and you had a way to get people there without too much trouble, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't want to have, have people walking up three and four flights of metal steps. Right. But, you, it could be, it could be some additional eye candy for the people that are on the attraction. Yeah. So they're, you know, watching people eat, you know, and you might still have some things going on in the ride vehicle on the way back, but visually it would add to that kind of dark second half of the attraction. Yeah, I was hoping they would do the pre-COVID plan refurb Mm. and add more um, viewing of more parts of the attraction to that dead space that I, which is what I call it. Yeah. I don't think you're the only one. Yeah, but yeah, that that, that's good. Um, You mentioned the land before, um, which. Uh, you know, I, I think that's great. And I don't think they could apply that same concept to Spaceship Earth. I think sta- Spaceship Earth is unique. Oh, yeah. Well, it's in a geodesic dome. Yeah. And so you yeah. you have a very 
finite amount of space. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Where would your uh, another place you would pick? Well, I think one of my, I think my biggest want is that we have an actual Gusto's in Remy's. So where they have the sign that says Gusto's, you can oh, actually, you could actually go in and I, I'm not sure how you could blend the attraction with the restaurant. And, and I don't think it's important you have to, mm -hmm. but if, if you could go to Gusto's restaurant and then go to Gusto's restaurant so that, or, or to Remy's restaurant at the end of the attraction, at the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. So, so I think that's a great thing. And, yeah. and that might even fit in kind of the attraction and, and not where you, where you see the restaurant from the attraction, but you have elements of the attraction like projections occurring at different places accordingly yeah. in the restaurant. Yeah. So it just ties the experience together without overlapping them. Yep. But yeah, Gusto's is, I, I would really love to have a Gusto's there. And that, that was on my list too for Epcot. Um, I'm trying to think where that would really was it for me in Epcot, but I'll come Oh, the Imagination Pavilion. Oh, okay. Now, I think that Imagination Pavilion needs to be completely revamped. The attraction <laughs> itself, I think it needs, we need the Dream Finder back. Um, but I think if they did something there, I think they could put it in the center of the attraction. So you're actually going around. Oh, okay. Now, that would take a lot to do. Right. Um, but that attraction, I think more than any other attraction in that park, need, well, it's one on, it's one on a list of two that I need, that I think in that park needs an, an overhaul. The most attention. Yeah. Um, that's a nice way to put it. <laughs> um, I wasn't being so nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think they could revamp that attraction, fit the restaurant in the middle of it, and have the attraction go around the restaurant. How you get the people in and out of the middle of the restaurants, another story, but they can right, work right. out with the staircase and elevator. Well, that's why we so, have Imagineers. Yep. And they're great. We're, we're just coming up with, uh, you know, blue sky ideas right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Bob Iger is going, yeah, blue sky to the moon with those ideas. <laughs> hey, every idea has got to start somewhere, right? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And ideas don't always take the form as originally intended. Very true. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to pick up with one that you just mentioned, and that's listen to the land. So mm -hmm. when you're in the, when you're in the greenhouse area, you could, if you build something out along the edges where you have windows looking into the the green areas from the other side so you have the boats going through and they see the the plants the bananas the tomatoes all of the the different all of the different vegetation growing in there if you had it on the outside then you'd have to expand the pavilion a bit but you could have people in the restaurant looking into that so and it, so it wouldn't 
bother the people in the attraction, but you'd still get to get that experience of what's growing in the greenhouses. And, and you know, they could certainly talk to the fact that, well, here, some, so much of this is coming from the greenhouses. If some of the fish is coming from where we're raising fish in there, kind of like they do. Well, one of the things you're going to have a little bit of an overlap then with the garden grill because they talk about that there too, or, yeah. or other restaurants in. That's okay. Though. But, but I think, I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Um, I'm trying to think where else in Epcot would I put something? I can't really think of another place that doesn't, you know, you mentioned Coral Reef before. Um, I think that works in beautifully with the aquarium. Right. Um, I'd like to see cleaner glasses there, but you know, <laughs> that that's, and that would be, and I'm not blaming that on anybody. That's just a near impossible feat because the man, the imaginary, the cast members would have to be on that 24 seven. And that's just impossible. Yeah. Yeah. And that's from the inside, not from the outside looking in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I, I have two other ones and they're kind of fringe. Well, I'm sorry. Um, one of them is fringe. The other one I think is, it's a natural place to think about the implementation. I think is a little challenge and that's frozen ever after. Hmm. So I think yeah. people would like to experience the frozen story within a restaurant and having that kind of Nordic Scandinavian theming of, you know, the old woodwork and remember the old section of Maelstrom where you got off the boat and you waited to yep. go in to the movie at the end had that yep. small sea town mm -hmm. feel to it. Yep. So I think having a restaurant with that kind of feel would be pretty cool. And one place I think you could actually put it, again, it would take some expansion. And without having a negative impact on the people and the attraction would be to put it as part of the queue area. So the queue area has already got that kind of uh, in town square feel. Yeah. And so I think you could weave it into that. And it really just becomes background to that story of being in a Scandinavian yeah. town. Not a bad idea. Um, I think it could be done. I, you know, it's inside, you don't have to worry about rain. Uh, and people seem to like dimly lit restaurants. Yeah. Oh, and not to put a damper on your idea, but they could just reopen Ashka House. Acker Shoes. Acker Shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And well, that's the challenge is. Disney's not likely going to put a re another big restaurant into the same pavilion. Yeah. But uh, we again, we can dream, come up with ideas anyway. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. Um, I don't think there really is, you know, Mission Space can't do it there. Soren, I think, is... I don't think there'd be enough interest. Yeah, oh. Definitely not. And you've got space, what is it? Space Space 220. Yeah, right next yeah. door. Um, Soren, I think the theaters there pose an improbability that they could do something there. Well, so, so back up a second. So Space 220, I think, is a little bit of an opportunity. So instead of adding a restaurant to an attraction, adding an attraction to the restaurant, so you've already got a little bit of an experience of getting to Space 220 on the elevator. Right. If 
if you and it's it's off the wall but i think you could build more of a space attraction around the restaurant they they've got the elevator and then they've got the big panels looking out into space mm -hmm. so if there was a way to interweave a, a larger space story around the restaurant itself well, it, do you remember when I mentioned the Imagination Pavilion needs a lot of help, and it, it was like one of the two attractions that I can think of. Okay. Mission Space was Mission the other space. one. Okay. okay. So I, I like your idea a lot. I think anything would be an improvement over what's – I mean, and I've never taken the hard version. What is that, the orange? Okay. I mean, right. The red, I forgot. Oh, green. Wait, it's green and orange. Green, green is the, the, uh, the tame one. Right. Yeah, I've always gone on the – the easier one. So I guess that's green. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't like the fact that you don't leave earth. Yeah. Oh I, yeah. Exactly. I think they kind of ruined the story when they kind of dumbed it down a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I definitely think that anything would be an improvement there. If you're right. If they could incorporate the rest, the attraction into the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Redo the attraction thing. somehow. And, try to marry that find some synergy mm -hmm. to connect the two together yeah and you know still have a way to only do the attraction or only do the restaurant but pull them together more so what they could do there you'd have you'd probably have to really revamp the attraction would be have you go through an area you know much like you do with rise of the resistance have you go through something like that so you actually get into right the space capsule to yeah. yes take you hopefully out out of earth into outer space well right and then you right. can incorporate it yeah so you can still take the elevator to mm -hmm. get there but have a different path to get there right so one path is i'm just going to the restaurant i'm taking the elevator another one is i'm going to take the attraction and you know but i don't have to stay at the restaurant because you still have to have guests just keep yeah. on moving Mm -hmm. but they could get to the platform and then, you know, maybe another part of the attraction is to get back down from the platform, Yeah. but at least combine the stories. Yeah. Yeah. It could work. Yeah. Could work. The All one the last one that I had that is a bit different mm -hmm. and it's, it's probably not the best timing, but that is having an outside cafe at Moana, the world of water. Which we don't know exactly. We don't know what it looks like, right? <laughs> but you know, so it's it's going to be a much more organic space. And if if you had you know a little, and it could be counter service because you don't want people to to hang there too mm -hmm. long, but have an outdoor cafe Polynesian themed, where you could grab a, you know, a pork a pulled pork sandwich or a Dole Whip or something like that. You see the magic words Dole Whip. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll see how that goes. Yeah. yeah. Lottie's not even here tonight. I'm getting a message from Howard. Dole Whip, I'll be there. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was the last one I had for it. Okay. Yeah, and I didn't have anything else there. Um, let's move over to Hollywood Studios. Okay. Now, Hollywood Studios um, is lacking a number of attractions compared to the other parks, but we'll... 
we'll see what we can do. I think there's still opportunities here. I, 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 I think I have four really good opportunities. I know what your first one is going to be. Which one? Rise of the Resistance. Actually, no. Wow. All right, go ahead. Let's have your first one. Well, so here, here's well, here's where I'm going to turn your question on on its ear, and mine is actually Smuggler's Run, but here's why. So again, thinking of how do I put a restaurant in without impacting the experience, and that would be you've got that large queue area that is so heavily themed inside and you've got an audio animatronic in there you've got droids and everything else if you could have platforms along the edges up above like we've talked about with, with some right. of the other ones you know but fitting into the theme so it's kind of metal industrial you know i don't want to say it's dirty but it it just has that kind of look to it yeah it does and it, it would fit into that and you can watch what's going on with the animatronic there you can you have a lot to look at and it would be a, just a different kind of experience not bad not bad at all yeah that could work um hondo hondo anaka he's the yeah. audio animatronic yeah well number one on my list was rice the resistance oh okay but so not, from, not from above looking down from below looking up Oh. And maybe have the grates there, maybe have, you know, monitors there where you could sit some things that you can't catch, you can see on a monitor. Okay. Um, while you're enjoying some out of out of uh, or out of outer space food. Okay. <laughs> Ronto wraps or something yeah. or something altogether different, maybe. Yeah, some weird concoctions that they've already come up with. Oh, yeah. places wouldn't be bad. Right, right. Now, how that would work, I don't know, but <laughs> that was number one on my list. Yeah. Well, and I think that the the interest in food with a Star Wars theming is mm -hmm. pretty high. So yeah. we've got Oga's Canteen, very, very popular. Yep. There's a Docking Bay 7, and different people have different thoughts about the food there, heavily themed, it, and, and I think it's pretty popular too you've got ronto's roasters right there in the open mm -hmm. with you can get the ronto wraps and again it's all very well themed and it fits in you you're in batu you're in a black spire outpost you're in an entirely different place so any kind of restaurants that go in there i think have to be something that would be native to native to black spire outpost yeah yeah yeah. Um, what's next on your list? Uh, one of the interesting ones that I have, and it goes back to the idea of having something that fits in directly with the attraction, but it's not, it doesn't overlap the attraction. Mm -hmm. And that's Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Hmm. And so what I think would be really cool to do, and it's, and it's, what this whole idea of like rise of the resistance where you are part of the show is you have a restaurant that has the projections like you have in Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway where the scenes on the walls are changing. You know, you've got projections onto your tables. So what your tables 
look like could be changing all the time. So you've got this very, I don't want to say manic, but you've got this very vibrant and alive atmosphere around you. You know, the sun might come up and go down. So you feel like you're in another part of the attraction and has that same feel to it, but it's a restaurant. So it's a, it's a virtual kind of restaurant, like the attraction is kind of virtual. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. Um, I bet you have this on your list. It's on my list anyway. Okay. Tower of Terror. It's on my list, but go ahead. You know, you've got that hotel thing right there. Yep. You know, it's almost like, think about main dining on a cruise ship, but putting it into the Tower tower of Terror. Right. The elevator's opening up. Yeah, the people facing out, but it's Mm -hmm. still just hearing the screams and, Exactly. So my thought here was, just like you say, so maybe you enter the, the, through the hotel lobby and you mm-hmm. go off to the hotel dining room. Yep. It, it fits thematically into the whole it story. It, it really and you're, you're not watching the guests on the attraction, but you're part of the story. Yep. So you're in the hotel dining room. You can hear the sounds. Mm-hmm. So whether there's lightning, there's screaming, you know, um, that kind of thing, or or otherworldly voices, you know, whatever. It you'd be removed from the attraction, but you'd be part of the story, and and I think people would be there in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that would be a perfect place. Oh, absolutely for, for um, a restaurant. Yeah. Um, what else do you have on your list? Let's see. The last one that I have, and this is, I think it fits well, but it's a, it's, so it's not an attraction. It's a show. And Muppet that's Vision. Beauty and the Beast live oh, on okay. stage. You got me. I thought you were going to say Muppet Vision. No. <laughs> um, Beauty and the Beast live on stage. So kind of outdoor under roof. Uh, extensions to the seating areas. So everybody's watching a show anyway. I mean, it kind of goes back to like the Country Bear Jamboree where you're just part of watching the show, but you're having a a meal at the same time you're doing it. Yeah, I think that could work. Um, now, Now, I thought about using Muppet Vision 3D without changing the theater you know you would have your meal and then after your meal is done you go into the queue line to the pre-show from up vision 3d now how they can do that logistically because i don't think mm-hmm. there's enough space there maybe there is mm-hmm. um and then you go you know you have some people will be on the lightning lane some people be on the standby line and then you if you're having a meal there you go from the meal right into the lightning lane and boom, oh nice and yeah. into the movie theater yeah well and even theming it to muppet labs mm-hmm. you know and again just to, to tie the whole story together to have the synergistic theming but it's a different part of the experience yeah yeah i like that yeah Thanks. Uh, that was all I had. Um, I did think of one other one, but I just didn't see how it could fit effectively. What's that, that was um, Toy Story Mania. Oh, uh, I, yeah. I, I, I thought about know. that, but I didn't push it for the same reason. Yeah. yeah. All right. I guess we're on to... Was that it for you? And 
That's it for me for Hollywood Studios. Same here. Uh, Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom has got like nothing. Oh, well, really? Nothing. I mean, not much. Okay, I have a few. Um, I, had, I think, yeah, I had. Well, we, how about you go ahead and give? Do, do you have what's your? Well, the one for me was the Lion King. Is take a section. Yeah. And you know, like you go to the movie theaters, and, or maybe more than one section. You go to the movie theaters, and you can order food. Do the same thing at the Lion King. Just, yeah. It would have to be quick eats, like burgers, hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. I I had the same thought. My my additional thought to that was to put it on elevated platforms on the corners yep. where things come in, but you'd have it raised. And I don't know, again, logistically, like you say, if, if it's if it'll fit well enough. Mm -hmm. it, but if you have an archway, not a, well, an archway, but a platform, and there's still room for the the uh, cast members and the characters to come in you know possibly the floats but you'd be looking down so you fit in with the rest of everybody else you know, there'd probably be a high demand because if you get the dining there you've got a guaranteed seat and you, you know you don't have to sit and wait in the queue waiting for the right. next start of the the next show right you can go in a little earlier get your food mm -hmm. a little earlier so you're done by time the show ends exactly yeah. right that you could overlap that time in between getting yeah. your order taken now you you want to be careful you, you don't want to be deep in the middle of eating when you're watching the show no so you probably want to have most of your meal before the show starts but then you right. could be having dessert or drinks afterward or something like that something well, that brings up a good point too because if you're there with a family of young children and ah. you know how you know how patient young children can be <laughs> you really want to be done eating before the excitement for them starts well, yeah, and and then you have to have cast members to be, watch them be careful that you know they're going to go over to the railing to watch and mm -hmm. make sure nobody falls <laughs> since yeah. i said it's an elevated platform yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, Johnny, don't jump. <laughs> <laughs> don't copy. Don't copy the monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> no swinging. Yeah, no swinging. Uh, right. <laughs> and no, you can't jump down to the trampoline from up there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, what do you have in Animal Kingdom? Well, I think one of my more interested ones, and one in which I'd be more interested, is the Navi River Journey. I thought about that one. I just couldn't well, figure out how they could do it. So the way that I think it could work, and again, it's it's a, one of those things where it's kind of separate but equal. Oh, that sounds horrible. But um, uh, <laughs> separate but with the same experience, and that is you're on the outside mm -hmm. of the jungle or – outside of what you see as the the walls and the projection of the jungle and so you've kind of got your own jungle built beyond the walls and then your wall with the projections is the other side of the wall with the projections for the people in the attraction mm -hmm. so kind of kind of not to demean it but it and not that i i think it's a bad thing but kind of like rainforest cafe so you've got your own plants and and the projections of the creatures, the insects, the 
the walking uh, cats or whatever, or dogs or whatever they are, uh, and and everything else in there. So you, you've got the the things that hang down from the ceiling, all of those lighted uh, lighted effects would be in the restaurant, but adapted to what makes sense in a restaurant. Again, kind of like that feel of Rainforest Cafe, but on the outside of the attraction. So you don't see the attraction, they don't see you, but again, you become part of the story. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, it could work, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, was there anything else you had in Animal Kingdom? Uh, just two other quick ones. Sure. One is the Maharaja Jungle Trek. So doing something mm -hmm. like you have in Sanaa. So in Sanaa, you can look out and see the animals on the savanna. Well, if you found some of the areas that are not taken up by the people walking on the trail, yeah. have the, the windows looking into the tigers or, mm -hmm. or whatever section. I mean, I think the tigers would be a good section. So you get to look out kind of like they do in Sanaa. So while you're eating, they can see you eating and start <laughs> celebrating. And they're we like, don't want your food. We want you. <laughs> they're licking their chops while you yeah. are. And then the last one I had, which is similar to Festival of the Lion King, and that is Finding Nemo the Musical, where mm -hmm. you have some viewing platforms to watch the musical. And you know, you still have to work through the timing of dining versus mm -hmm. seeing the show. Um but to be able to see the show. Yeah, not bad. Now there was, there was one that I thought of they could actually build an attraction oh. with food in mind. What's that? Um, across from Finding Nemo, there's that big area oh, there where they right. had the kite show and please Disney, whatever you do, never ever bring back that kite show. <laughs> <laughs> just, please just don't do it. Um, it was probably a good idea on paper, but the paper didn't fly well. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, if you could cover the air, the seating area where we provide, because it's right in, it's an open area of, uh, and it's brutal with the sun. If they could cover that up somehow and put on a stage, whether it's a stage show or even short movies related to animals in the parks. Okay. And, you know, they own National Ge Geographic, at least for the moment. Well, true. <laughs> <laughs> They, they could do some National Geographic shorts. You can go there, have lunch on the benches there, watch the shorts, go in to see Nemo right after, or go on your way someplace else, maybe to Dinoland. Right, right. But we'll see. Yeah, it'd certainly be good to make better use of that mm -hmm. unused space right yeah. now. Now, do you have any honorable mention anywhere, or that was really it? I mean, it, this was a tough yeah. one. Yeah, it uh, it's fun to think about where you could do it. Certainly, the mm -hmm. it all comes down to what you could practically do to make them happen. But again, to do something practical, you need the ideas first. So yeah. I think we have oh, enough my. ideas that maybe one or two or three of them could come to fruition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you for the idea, John. I thought it was a great idea. I hope our viewers and listeners liked it. Um, we do have a fan zone app, WDW fan zone app uh, that John created. And I'm grateful for John for creating that. And we're, you know, if you sign up for the app and it's good for people who have iPhones, 
you'll get notifications when the sh when we have a new show dropping. There's a whole bunch of stuff out there. Um, it's just a, it's the, a window into a lot of the content. So yeah. to our show, you can get to the show. And you can hear uh, the hear or see the good, bad, and ugly. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. So you may want to listen to the audio. That's up to you. But yeah. <laughs> it, you can get to the you can get to the YouTube shows, and you can search through them um, through topic to find an old one. You can get to the talk show version of the show. You can get to the Apple Podcast version of the show, as well as to get to our social media hmm. on Facebook. On uh, Twitter, it says Twitter, it's now X, but you can get to that uh, as well as Instagram. So you can get to that content from us that goes out into the, the different channels. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we are on, we're all over the place. We're on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, iHeartRadio. I mean, there's a whole bunch of them. And we're on YouTube. Um, if you want to see us. God help you. No, but if you do want to see us, uh, you can watch us on YouTube. We do ask that you like and subscribe to the show so we can become known more uh, or with more Disney fans out there and get our message and some information that may be helpful and useful, maybe not so useful, <laughs> to, to everyone out there. But something that is useful, you know, if, if you're planning a Disney vacation or you want to plan one next year or later this year, there's only one place to go, and that's Mouse Fan Travel. They've got great deals, and you can find it all the, all the, well, all about them. They're great agents, and what they can do for you to make your next vacation to Walt Disney World the best one yet is just simply by going to www.mousefantravel.com. That is www.mousefantravel.com. Dot com. I'm trying to think what's saying. Oh, yeah. I, I do want to mention something else, too. Um, we're, we're trying to change. We're, we combine the two shows. So the news is in the beginning. We're trying to change the format a little bit. We may throw in another segment in the middle if anybody has anything they want to discuss from within the show. You know, one of the podcast hosts, if they have something that's on their mind, we'll allow that opportunity, a little bit of a roundtable before we get into the actual topic of the show. So we'll see how that goes once we have everybody here. <laughs> we have you know, not much of a round table with the two of us here. No, no. Yeah. Um, at least we didn't have to argue like they did at the Geneva Convention for the shape of the table. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> All right. Anyway, I think that is going to do it for us this week. Uh, we will be back with our regular show next week, hopefully with more of us back here. Uh, and I hope everybody who's dealing with the family personal family issues uh, you know or having a good go at it and and things are getting better for them or are great for them so until next time everybody be safe always be yourself bye bye well disney we shared a lot of ideas here tonight if you happen to be listening we we're opening these uh, ideas up to you so that you can come back to us and say be our guest, be our guest, be our guest. We hope that you will be our guest again next week, same time, and all of those channels. Have a great night. Have a great week. See ya. <laughs>